Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Harris. And I'm Lamont Hearn. Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on the level of heat. A confession truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. Poblano, your truth could irritate others. It's not anything that gets too hot. Jalapeno, this is a spicy truth, uh, and we're giving you a slight side eye as you tell it. Right. So with a Thai pepper, it's more like a WTF, but we are judging you on this one for sure. And if you get the Reaper, the top dog, you, you need will, to take this truth to your deathbed. You're going to hell. <laughs> Long short of it, you're going to hell. Don't tell anybody else about that. And speaking of which, I don't have on my microphone, but I do now. Uh, speaking of which, I have my first story. So how many stories do you have today? How many confessions or truths do you have today? One or two. It really depends on how we do it. I got one that's pretty simple, but then I got one I think might be maybe a tie. All right. Um, I can start first. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to read this confession. Uh, I found it online and here we go. The confession reads, I abandoned my mentally challenged friend in elementary school. (laughs) When I was a kid, I was pretty naive and weird. I didn't understand social cues and was it was hard for me to make friends. I started elementary school and no one wanted to be my friend. Groups started forming and I was all alone. But I wasn't the only one. There was this girl in my class. We became friends. We genuinely liked each other. She was a great kid. She was funny and chill. We started sitting together because no one else wanted to sit with us. Mm. I was too young and naive to understand that she was different. I honestly saw her as a regular kid, but years later, I realized why nobody wanted to talk to her and everyone made fun of her. She was mentally challenged. At the time, she was maybe a couple of years behind us, intelligence-wise. But she was in my class for eight years, and even when we were 14, she had the brain of a four-year-old. We kept getting uh, along great keeping each other company while other kids disregarded us. Then they started mocking her more and more. And I don't even remember how it happened or how I took the, how I took the decision, but I've started doing the same in order to be accepted by the rest of the class. Damn. Quickly. I stopped talking to her, became friends with other kids and made fun of her with them. Honestly, she seemed like a child, a normal child to me. I didn't understand why we were mocking her, but I repeated what my new friend said to her. I don't want to be left out. She gradually accepted that I no longer wanted to be her friend and moved on. Right. A few years later, she became to be developed sexually. She was like 10, very early, and she suddenly grew enormous breasts. Suddenly, we started showing some interest in her while still treating her like a freak. We take her behind a blackboard with wheels and resource a recess and ask her to show us her breast. She didn't mind. She let us touch them. She even showed us her vagina one time. I didn't understand how wrong this was. To me, it was just funny. It seemed I'd forgotten we had been friends in, in uh, first year in the first place. She became some someone to exploit for our own interest. Jesus Christ. 
one day I told my parents, like, this was a funny story. They didn't laugh, but didn't, uh, but didn't comment on it either. The next day, our teacher told us we were not to go behind the blackboard anymore and reprimanded us and told us uh, he was disgusted without really saying what he was disgusted about. The blackboard thing stopped. I was so clueless. I didn't even think that it was my parents that told on us. I realized years later when I was when I stopped being so naive. Okay, now he's going to hell. That's that's a Carolina Reaper. That's a Reaper. That okay. that's a full on. You are a terrible human being, <laughs> and you should not let anyone know that this is happening. I don't care how old you were. That's I, wrong. And maybe he he's on the spectrum. Yeah. Because if. If you're not picking up on social cues right, right. and you don't understand that fondling someone's breast and that's me showing me a vagina, yeah, that's that's a reaper. That's, that's a, a that's that's a start. That is a hell of a start. That is a complete reaper. There's no way that that's okay. Like you said, at any age, I can't. God, that's gross. Yeah, it like, really I- is. It's sad. It's <laughs> sad and it's gross. It is. Uh, and yeah, we're judging you because it's a Carolina Reaper. Yeah, hard. Like, and I understand that you were trying to get this confession off your chest and all the other good fun stuff. But in reality, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to take it up, whatever, your God or whatever you may believe. I'm sorry. Yeah, because the universe is not right. And yeah. you better not have a daughter that would be in the same category. And here's the other thing. You in this in this confession, she had the intellect of a four year old at fourteen. Yeah. But y'all getting along. So I'm trying to understand what your level of right. intellect is. Too. And that speaks to your brain too. Like for a second though, you kinda tried to gas yourself like you separated, but from a mental standpoint, were you not that far off? Right. Cause you don't yeah. get social cues. I don't know. Um and hopefully I'm not being offensive with him being on the spectrum. You know, I have family members yeah. that are on the spectrum and, and they don't pick up social cues. Right. And that's just an an evidential piece or something that gives evidence to having yeah. being on the spectrum. But I don't know. That was my first confession that I I ran across that I thought Oh no, that's the Carolina Reaper. That is, that a, is a, uh, a five alarm fire. That's that a bridge is... too far. That, <laughs> that is a bridge too far. <laughs> that is the definition of a bridge too far. That's a bridge too far. But with that being said, I want to give a certain benefit of the doubt and say, okay, at least you are confessing to it, and I guess you're trying to make amends and whatever you need to do to take the steps to, you know, forgive yourself and you know ask for forgiveness. Whatever you got to do, I applaud you for doing it. So while it's a Reaper. I feel like you're giving Reaper mentality as well and trying to improve it. So I'll uh, uh, You know, oh, I can accept that. Yeah. I can accept that. But yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, And your parents didn't say anything? Like, yeah, I, just no comment? Like, I, if my son came home like, yeah, we, we had, you know, my old friend, Sally. Right. We had her behind the a blackboard looking at her breast. She even showed us her vagina. I would be like, whoa, son. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about this. That's... Like my natural instinct at first, especially if I knew who Sally was and I knew she had these type of issues and ailments, son, we'd have a problem. Yeah, we need to talk. Yeah, we'd have several problems. Like I, I need to one discuss with you. I need to discuss with the teachers what's going on. Like why do people know this, and why is everyone seeming to want to hide it? Mm. Because, like you said, with her um, having the understanding of a four year old, we don't know what type of effects that could have on her because she may not be able to express them. Mm. So I mean, that's a lot. I, so even though we laughed, I don't want to make it sound like we're taking joy out of the story but it is without question on our scale of reaper yeah and and you know this is a kind of comedy yeah. like, the, regardless there is there is 
there's something to laugh at in every situation. Yeah. And in this situation, it is, ah, that's effed up. Yeah, yeah, you should confess and be anonymous and <laughs> <laughs> don't let anyone else know that that is, that's how your life is, is, is rolling. So uh, that's the only confession I had for this week. What, okay. do you, what do you have? So I have two. Um, I want to start with the first one. It's kind of short. So I kind of like that one. And um, I'm going to start with that one first. So I found this one through Reddit and uh, it's two sentences long, but it says a lot to me. Said, I turn off lights in public restrooms as I'm leaving. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You just turn it. You in the Walmart bathroom. Somebody could be in there uh, evacuating their colon. Yeah, bowels just and you do lights light off. Up. And I, I, it made me laugh, and I figured out why it bothered me so much. Is because think of how you have to stay, like get in a stance to use a public bathroom in the first place. Mm. You're already squatting over something. You're trying to avoid touching walls. Uh, Jimmy's number's right here. Call this number if you want a good time. Is on this side. There's a brown smear over here. You're trying to avoid. Uh. And somebody cuts the lights off, and now you're just stuck to the elements of a public bathroom. There's an episode of uh, Saturday Night Live where they talk about using a bodega bathroom. <laughs> and the guy who runs the front counter goes, you want to use the bathroom in a bodega? And now, I, I don't know, you've been to New York, mm -hmm. right? So I've never been, but I do have family from New York. And when they talk about bodegas, they talk about how dirty the bathrooms are. Like, it's just a rites of passage. You know you're in the right one if it's filthy. And I started thinking, I was like, how savage do you have to be as a person to want other people to have a risk of getting hepatitis or tetanus or anything of that nature? I'm just thinking about, so, you know, I, I'm not in the men's bathroom, so we're all hovering yeah, <laughs> over, yeah. our, over the toilet. And then all of a sudden, the lights are out. First of all, how creepy that would be. Yeah, yeah. Darkness, you hear the little water dripping still. Uh, and then what if you don't have any tissue? You're like, uh, can somebody help me? But now who's helping you? Because it's, it's, Is it haunted? There's questions. Could it be a ghost? Because uh, you get a brown smear on your hand. Uh, There's so many variables terrible. there that I just I couldn't that is handle terrible. it. Um, what would you rank this one? <sighs> it, that one to me is a poblano. I mean, because it's, it's not it's not mild because of the, the variances and what could happen with the dirt and the, the filth. But it is enough to just say it could irritate you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, not, I, it's not super hot. It's not super hot. No, but it, it's enough to be just a little spice. I, I, I would give you that. I would give you okay. a poblano. Okay. It, there's a little spice. And whoever is out there turning lights on, turning lights off in public restrooms, you're a dick. Don't do that anymore. Straight up. Just not to mention <laughs> under COVID. Uh, like, I mean, we didn't put that part in there. Under COVID, you're touching these light switches. You don't have no clue who else has touched them, what they've smeared on there. Are, are you doing this with gloves? See, he didn't say anything. There's so many things there that he left out. But the thing is, he thinks it's funny. Like, if I ever... He think, I, I laugh. Like, yeah. It's not... Listen. It's not, it's not funny. Man. <laughs> It's not funny. What, and what if there's kids in there? Oh, oh poor my, kid. You know how hard it is to take a kid to the bathroom? They piss on themselves and, anyway while they're trying. And have them not touch the walls, <laughs> the toilet seat. It's like a oh, gymnastics, man. you know, yeah. hold you up and like, okay, you got this. Like, just, don't, don't touch that. No, no, no. Just keep your hands here. You know? Now you panicking. You're trying to hold the kid. You can't figure it out. Yeah, man. Yeah, mommy, why is the light out? Like, I don't know, baby. I don't. There's, there's a dick. He's out there. Just dick. selfish. Just beyond <laughs> selfish. So... With that one, like I said, that was my short one, but I have one more. Okay. 
All right, in this one, um, anyone who partakes in uh, the, I guess, I guess you would say uh, smoking, I guess, but we don't mean cigarettes, uh, might have a relative response to this one. All right, so this one came from Reddit as well. Um, let's see here. Got high and went to Chick-fil-A for the first time. It was a very traumatizing experience. Just from that header, how does that make you feel like the story's going to go? Okay, I want to know what you were, well, what they were high on. Okay. But... <laughs> I, I don't know how Chick-fil-A is going to be traumatizing. So it'll be interesting to hear. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So I never see this many people with so much pep in their step to take my order. First of all, I'm thinking there's just a regular drive through Nope. Five people look at me dead in my eyes, standing in 90 degree Florida weather, fully uniformed, eager to serve me. One guy even ran full speed doing hops and jumps just to signal to one car that they could move forward in line just a bit. It was extremely intimidating somehow. Shouldn't have went there that high. May never go back. Hmm. Well, I, I, would, I would call that one a bill. Well, I don't know. Driving while under the influence is a reaper move because you could kill yourself and someone else. Absolutely. So it was already reaper mentality, but bell story. I, it's a reaper mentality, but yeah. bell story. Yeah. And so you, it's kind of funny. You think about it. Yeah. If I'm at, I'm at high on life. Right. <laughs> I'm high on life and all these people around me hyper and happy and yeah. how can I serve you today and, and thank you and yeah, it would almost be agitating <laughs> it, it would be unnerving because like you we've all experienced you go to McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever your local you know chain restaurant of choice is and most of the people there either are indifferent or they're kind of in a rush but it seems like Chick-fil-A's got time today they have time. Yeah, they, it's like they train their people to be like, you almost feel like it's a back rub. And I would assume being high would make you feel uncomfortable about that. <laughs> They're touching me. Yeah. They're, oh, no, don't touch me. They there. care too much. Is it on me? Like, it's too much. It, oh. just, it just doesn't quite feel right. But then I have another question. What's up? Why was the first time you went to Chick-fil-A? Like, I'm saying, though, unless it's new to your area. He could live in a small town. Well, that's true. That's true. But I'm going to need you to have had Chick-fil-A at some point. In 2021, like, I guess he looked at COVID and everything else that's been going on and was like, let me branch out. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Christian chicken. They're delicious. They're not a sponsor. We will, and they probably never will because these, <laughs> these, these confessions. Uh, the Lord's chicken is not going with us. It will not do it. <laughs> that's a no. But, you know, Christian chicken does taste a little yummy. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. They, they taste good, I'm just going to say. Hey, you know what? Shout out to those five people. To be honest, you know what? I understand he was high, so it threw him off. But I'm sure if you've seen that and you were down today, there's something about the energy of the Chick-fil-A employees more often than not that can build and boost your self-esteem a little bit. You feel like you are somebody when you finish going through a Chick-fil-A line. Yeah. That, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's, it's pretty powerful. It's almost like the Lord is there. <laughs> it's Christian chicken. It is delicious. <laughs> They no matter how long their line is, and it could be long, long wrapped around the building. Yeah, they'll get you in and out. Yeah, they're out there with their little keyboards. How can I Man. help you? What do, you? do you want some sauce? Nice. Uh, but I, one time, a long time ago, I read a a tweet, and the person said that they uh, Chick Fil A got their order wrong, mm. and somebody responded, "You a black ass lie." Right. <laughs> 
you lie on Chick-fil-A like that? <laughs> what you lie on Chick-fil-A? They did not get your order wrong. They they have messed my order up once. I've actually had an, a messed up order once. So time. how'd that go? Uh, I didn't care to say it. it was <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they only have chicken, right? For the most part. It's, well, it was it's... breakfast. It was breakfast. Oh. And I wanted a biscuit, Okay. I think. I wanted a chicken biscuit or something. Yeah. I can't remember. But whatever it was, they messed it up. And I was like, mm. dang. They're, not, they're so nice. I didn't even want to correct yeah, you them. Because like, you feel like now you're mean to come at them. I understand. I understand. That's that's that Chick-fil-A effect right there. It hits different. That's it for our confessions for, for this episode. Yeah. We will, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, if you enjoyed today's show, help us out and subscribe. And send the show to two friends. Uh, so they can send it to two friends. Oh, don't forget. Please, please don't forget. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're subscribed to. Thank you for listening. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. <laughs>